Hey Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen. Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily thoughts and comedy from Broadway super fans. From Broadway Superfans. Last week was Beth Level's birthday. <gasps> Happy birthday, Beth Level, November 1st. Yes. Oh, how many years young is Beth Level? She's like, what, like 61? No. She's always older than we think she is. I know. She's eternal. Beth Level turned 61. 61. Yeah. Oh. Happy birthday, Beth Level. I, I hope know. she had a wonderful birthday. Me too. I hope she, like, ate pie. Uh-huh. And she, had wine. Yes. Lots of, like, white wine. Yeah, lots of white wine. <laughs> it was also my niece's birthday on Beth Lovell's birthday. <gasps> they share a birthday. They share a birthday. That's great. I know. <laughs> One day I'll tell her the tale of Beth Lovell. Mm. Right now she just turned 11, so she wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. God, you know what we fucking need? A urine town revival with Beth Lovell playing Pennywise. Oh my god, do we need that? Oh, that would be amazing. When oh. you said, you know what we fucking need, for some reason I thought you were going to say a cardboard cutout of Beth Lovell. <laughs> that too! Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck, we do need it. We could actually, we could make that a reality. You have to own the photo though if you but, make it. But Beth Lovell would approve us photo use. That's true. Do you think she, I think Beth Lovell would approve us photo use to make a, a cardboard cut out of her. I think she would too. Right? Yeah. Let's do this. Okay. Flee next year. Yes. Get your picture with the life-size <laughs> Beth Level cut out. Or do yeah, you think we Beth- could get Beth Level to just come to us? Just a, come be, to... Like, let's get a table that's just us and Beth Level. Yeah. I bet we could get her to do that <laughs> if she's available. She's a hard-working lady. She's always working, so who knows? Oh my god, that would be amazing. I feel like it, I feel like is it really almost Christmas time if Beth Level's not an elf? Even no. though that has only happened twice, I, I still think, feel like it's a staple. I mean, it's really the only thing that I've ever enjoyed about well, Christmas. Well, sure, so sure. Yeah. It's not Christmas without it. <laughs> Leslie Odom Jr.'s CD comes out on Friday. Oh, Christmas music. I'm very excited. Do you have a track listing? There is a track listing. It's only eight tracks. Oh. And I don't want to complain about it because <laughs> it's eight more tracks than I have. True. He did release a, a preview track, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, and it was very good. Mm. Is he utilizing the range of his voice as much yes. as you would like him to? Yes. Talk? That's great. Good. Uh, it's all standard, like Christmas standards. First Noel, My Favorite Things, I'll Be Home for Christmas, The Christmas Song, Merry Christmas, Darling, Winter song, I guess that one's not. And Ave Maria, which is sort, Ave sort of. Ave Maria, of course. <clears throat> so you do like a jazzy version of Ave Maria? Oh I don't know God. how I feel about that. I don't know why anyone would try and do Ave Maria after Beyonce did it. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's a good question. It's a good question. <laughs> well, I will not be listening to Leslie Odom Jr.'s um, Christmas album. Sure. Because I hate Christmas music. Yeah. But I'm so happy for you and all your great joy. Thank you. Thank you. It will bring you, you can put that in the rotation just along with that Julie Andrews album and have wonderful Christmas music for Mm -hmm. years to come. Yes. Yes. (laughs) In sync and Kelly Clarkson. When you have your Christmas music playlist, is it just like all your favorite Christmas albums on shuffle all together in one big playlist? Yes. Hmm. Do you ever, like, listen to a playlist of multiple versions of the same song recorded by different people and compare and decide which one's your favorite? No. I mean, not with the express, like, that's not the plan or whatever. But I guess I have favorites of, because how many Have Yourselves a Merry Little Christmases are there? A million. You just have one big playlist of Christmas music? Mm -hmm. You don't have any subgenres? No. Mm -hmm. We just listen to music so differently. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I love, I prefer a, like a jazzy Christmas album. How do you Those feel are about one of my a favorites. Barbara Streisand Christmas album? 
It's jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. Well, that's nuts. <laughs> uh, that was in rotation at my house also. So, mm. uh, but it wasn't my, obviously my favorite was the Julie Andrews one. Not jazzy, yeah. but right. I don't know. Right. I right. can't explain that. But like Harry Connick, really great Christmas music. I'm watching his new show. No, I'm not watching <laughs> Harry. I saw it on a bus. I didn't even know about it. I until saw it on a bus. I, that was the only reason I knew about it was I saw it on a bus. And I was like, oh, Harry Connick Jr. has a daytime talk show, apparently. I think the Gilmore guys mentioned it on an episode of their podcast. <laughs> like, just, I don't know, making fun of it or something. Oh, and really funny. And I was like, what? And then it's, yeah, it's like after Ellen or whatever. <laughs> well, I have four shows to talk about this week. Two of which you also saw, so one you saw oh, some of. Oh, man. Well, yeah. I watched all of Rocky Horror. <gasps> it was, oh, it was fun. I mean, really? I guess I wouldn't say fine, but it was, but it was okay. Like, it was, like, boring. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, yeah. not campy. It yeah. wasn't camp. I probably wouldn't, well, maybe I would have kept watching it. It takes a lot for me to, like, turn something oh, off once I've already yeah. turned it on. Of course. Or, <laughs> like, stop reading a book. Right. Right. Um... But I thought all of the theater actors did really great. Mm-hmm. I thought Reeve Carney did great. He was, like, so ridiculous. Who did he play? He was Riff Raff. Right. Annalie Ashford was Columbia. She was great. I wish she had been Magenta. Mm. Um, Ryan, I can't remember what his name. The guy who played Brad was JD in Heather's. The mean guy? The yeah. bad guy? Yeah. Oh. Really? Yeah. That is so interesting I because thought, I found him, I feel like I enjoyed him in Heather's yeah, and yeah. I, I found him very oh, boring in the first I, 10 minutes. Oh, of, I really enjoyed him. I mean, I, I think, only watched Yeah, maybe, 10. I think Victoria Justice sort of brought it down for you. Yeah. Which I understand. She was playing Janet? Yeah. Yeah. Ryan McCartan was not feeling her. She didn't Here's why I think I got what you were saying about her voice and sort of like sounding like, because she has such a modern pop voice. Uh, and I don't know that, that in the time it took for her to be cast and for them to record, like to relearn how to sing instead uh, of just doing an impression. Right. I think totally. the impression was an easy thing for her to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. why they had her do that because takes a lot to sort of retrain your voice how right. to make a different sound when you've only really sung one way. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That I don't know. That's and what like, I took from it. I love Susan Sarandon so much. Mm. I just well. love her. She's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. She's great. She's kooky. Yep. I love her in that movie so much. She's so good in that She's movie. She's so fucking good. She's like, so it's good some of movie. her best work in her whole career. Like, also, because I saw that movie way after I was in re- like introduced mm. to Susan Sarandon, I was like, what? Totally, totally. It's yeah, nothing that you would expect yeah. Susan. Sarandon I was definitely to. because like right because like you see like, Dead Man Walking and then you see Rocky mm. Horror and you're like, I don't know. Dead Man Walking is like she's lawyers a nun. And oh no, uh, Sean Penn's on Death Row. And he murdered people. I and think she, I saw like, that counsels movie when I was him. Like in she won middle, an Oscar for it. Middle school was when I, I went through all of my like the nineties oh, right. crime movies <laughs> yeah. was when those movies Ashley like, Judd. All that my Ashley yep. Judd phase. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and like I was like stepmom. Oh, and then like also when I was like a freshman in high school and I like, you know, joined the gay yeah. alliance and stuff, that's when I saw yeah. Rocky Horror and I was like, yeah. Yeah. So I also, I got what they were doing with the, th- you know, you stopped it. So yeah. you know how the part that you didn't like at the very beginning where she's like, they're at an actual movie, movie theater. theater. So what they keep doing is they're watching it. They're watching uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show and they come back to the theater every now and then and they're doing the things that you do when you go see Rocky Horror Picture Show. They're like, say it, uh, you know, huh. they're throwing things at the screen every now and then they flash back to that. So that's what that sort of framing device was. I didn't hate sure. it. My problem with it is that because it was such a watered-down version of it, the people who have such an affinity and who that framing device was for were the people mm. who didn't like this, pro- this right. production of it. Exactly. And the people who maybe loved it and didn't have so much of a reference, like were maybe like, didn't even know what on? was happening. Totally. Totally. 
Yeah. So, and I don't know. And yep. you know, can I'm you like, take keep a, Rocky yeah. weird? Yeah. Keep Austin weird. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I don't need to like rant about it again, but like, the bo- the basketball shorts are still really. It's offensive. very upsetting. It's extremely, extremely offensive. Especially because at the end, which again you didn't see, when they are all like Brad and Janet are in their like corsets yeah. and whatever, he's like, in, in tiny little not speedos but tiny tight little shorts, and like Brad's all tarted up and whatever. So like, there's no they, excuse. They like there's went absolutely there. like it wasn't like he yeah. was like I don't want to be yeah. naked. It was literally a choice. Also, that guy Someone made a naked. choice. Someone Look made. That yeah, choice I know, I know. to put him in basketball shorts because they don't understand what good things are. Well, and oh my god, out. that makes me more angry Tori to Justice find out that later in the, in the movie the he was. Oh, to find out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Because I was like respecting the choice because I was like, whatever. Maybe there was a reason you didn't want to show your thighs. I don't mm-hmm. know, man. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. But you just I disrespected know. the legend of Rocky. I know. You were like, put him in basketball shorts I like know. he doesn't want to show off his meaty, meaty thighs. Come on. What a disgrace. I mean, and I just, I really don't understand why it was done because I feel like people don't need to be introduced to Rocky Horror in like a lighter way. Right. There's, like, no reason for that yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. It's wow. not like if you see, a like, a dumb musical like The Music Man, then you'll find your way to other musicals. Right. Like, if you see this light version of Rocky Horror, you'll find your way to the other Rocky right. Horror. Well, and any, any... Maybe, but you probably would have found yourself there eventually. <laughs> right. If you're already so inclined. If you're doing Rocky Horror, do Rocky Horror. And you literally did Glee Rocky Horror. And right. then you just... And I love, I love, 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 love Kenny Ortega, who directed it. He directed Hocus Pocus and Newsies and a million Gilmore Girls episodes and High School Musical. But, like, all of those things, minus Gilmore Girls, are ha- have a very similar voice. Mm. They're, like, family-friendly, fun. Right. And, like... Not that Rocky Horror is not family friendly, but it's subversive. It's di- yes, it's a different kind of family friendly. You're not going to bring the mom and kids and fam from like Ohio, but like, so I, you like, know, if I, you're gay family, this is your family values. Yeah, or if you're an alternative gay family, right? You can I don't still know. be. A, so I didn't, I didn't hate it. I just didn't think it was necessary. Yeah. Um, How was Laverne? Laverne, I thought she was, was like the only reason I, I she wanted to great. watch it. I thought she was great. Uh, people didn't really feel like she had the danger for Frank, but mm. I thought the whole thing didn't. Right. So I didn't necessarily. I'm not putting that on her. Totally. I thought she was game. She sounded great. I don't know what she sounds like without auto tune because everyone was auto tuned. Yeah. So I'm not going to blame that on her right. either. Totally. Um, Adam Lambert, my love, they was great. Yeah, of course. Oh. I mean, I mean, like but as much as they a little he bit. Playing? He was Eddie. <laughs> Hot patootie. He was yeah, great. That was great. That's, he was great. I mean, and again, not to like. I thought Laverne was great, and mm-hmm. I loved that sort of subversive casting in its own right. Yeah. Um, but then I also was like Adam Lambert <laughs> as Frank, <laughs> please. Yeah. But also, I just have wanted him to do more theater again yeah. since. Is he still on tour with Queen? No. He, I don't know, he's, I stopped, I like, I didn't really keep up with him. I, my, it burned hot and bright and fast, my love for Adam Lambert. <laughs> it was like, whenever those time hops come up from when he oh, was on <laughs> American Idol. Remember when it we is saw like, him at the Best Buy Theater? Yes. The Nokia Theater? The mm-hmm. whatever theater? The PlayStation Theater PlayStation is what it is theater? now. Really? PlayStation? That yeah. feels like we're going back in time. I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. PlayStation's still a I thing. I think when we saw it, it was the Nokia Theater, and yeah. then it was the Best Buy Theater, and now it's the PlayStation Theater. <laughs> That's weird. Still, like, especially, um, especially a pop concert, best live vocals I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He, yeah. oh, God. 
whenever he pops up back <laughs> into my life, I'm like, oh, right, Adam Lambert. <laughs> I loved you so much. I mean, That's I still so do, funny. but like, I it was a little out of control. Sure, we've all been there. Woof. <laughs> we've all been there. <laughs> <sighs> well, then we went to see Tick Tick Boom. Mm. We saw it. We saw it. What were your thoughts? My thoughts are a little, like... (sighs) Yeah? I don't really know what to think. I don't hate the show. Sure. I feel like the only way I ever really need need to see it again is totally dependent on casting. If, like, they put together some kind of amazing cast that Mm. I'm like, those are amazing people, I want to see them and I want to hear them sing these songs then I would potentially see it again but and it's nothing to do with this production just in general I feel like it's not a show that speaks to me no me yeah I mean I I um like I get what you're saying and I sort of want to agree that I'm like yeah I guess if the right combination of casting that was so exciting like you can't even think of what that would be yeah like I can't even think of what that would be because in my mind the only thing that would make that show worth seeing again is if it was like cast in a way with people who are like really fucking interesting or are gonna just who are and with a director that are gonna that's gonna put more of a concept into that Mm. show and make it more a commentary on the 90s or like a commentary on what the show is as opposed to just putting it up straight up Mm -hmm. as it is because it's so like amateur honestly is what I kind of see the show as. I mean I think it's I think whenever you look at the show you have to understand and I'm sure a lot of people don't the history of it. Sure. I mean it that's the thing is a that one it's one like, man yeah. mono musical totally. that after Jonathan Larson died they turned mm-hmm. into a three person mm-hmm. show. Right. And I think that's why it doesn't work. That somebody else turned right. into a three person show. It so feels like somebody's unfinished mm-hmm. project from college. Like that's mm-hmm. what it feels like and like there's genuine emotion oh, sure. there and like they're obviously like we all Jonathan Larson has genuine talent, so there's like genuinely beautiful moments and whatever, but like Yeah. And I think just like on a grand scale, like I really don't have patience to listen to a white boy cry <laughs> about like like and literally because like we talked about this after the show that like because it was the nineties and Gen X, like his dilemma as a white man right. was like, Ooh, my dilemma is I'm a talented artist, but I'm struggling and I'm not and I don't know if I should keep struggling mm-hmm. and hope to make it or if I should cut out now and be driving a sweet BMW, yeah. like should I sell out and take the money now? And mm-hmm. like it's like the current situation of that is like who's it what's his friend name? I was gonna call him Betty. I don't know. It's not Benny. It's not Benny. Michael. Michael. Yeah, I don't know. Michael. Gay friend. Michael. His gay friend. Eight. 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 He's gonna die. Um, we're all gonna die. Well, that's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> now I lost my sense. Sorry, I confused you with AIDS. <laughs> Forget. What um. Was. Oh, that we. Yeah, we talked about it. That he's thinking, should I give up, give it all up, and go for the oh, money job? And the, the fact m- that he. Has, that, has option. that option. It's, it's such a disgusting like, amount of should privilege. Should I give up my job right now? Like, right now, should I give up my dream in 2016 and get five different gig jobs right, 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 to right. cover rent? Yeah, no, it's not. It's 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 such a fucking insanely hyper-privileged position to mm-hmm. be in, to even have that option. Um, that it's not relatable at all. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I mean, I'm sure there are some people, that, well, there's sure. certain socioeconomic that can relate to that, but like, no thanks. I yeah. can't relate to that at all. Like that's, and it's just sounds like a stupid ass white bitch whining about his problems and I want to slap him in his stupid face. Well, he's dead. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think what's, what I was thinking about Jonathan Larson, and it's a thing that we talked about with Smash too, where there are things that are like that that art tells you within its within the piece it's mm. like this thing you're about to see is so good. Huh. 
And I think what's yeah. so funny about this show and like with Rent and it's routinely discussed how One Song Glory, the song about writing the good song, is so <laughs> much better than Your Eyes. What's that? In Her remember. Eyes, In Your Eyes, whatever. I don't know. In Your Eyes, whatever it is. And in this too, like one of the worst songs is that Come to Your Senses song that's right, in his right. – like, I glazed. It's not a bad song, but all of the other songs are actual characters in the show that we're seeing singing mm-hmm. them. And some are, some are like, more character songs. Some are, like, moving the plot forward. Some right. are confessional songs or whatever. And this is just, like, I don't know what's happening. But it's, yeah. like, from his big workshop. I know. I think I it's know, so funny. I know. Oh. And, I mean, like, I don't know. I... It's so frustrating because the more I think about it, the more the, like, kernels of good just become so much smaller and smaller. And all I can remember is, like, oh, right. And, like, it's – you turn it into a three-person show and the main character is a white guy and then, like, the friend is a gay minority Mm -hmm. and a minority girl and she's two-dimensional and he's, like, the gay friend that's dead. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be cast that way. Sure. Raul Esparza played John John off off Broadway. Who played um, Amy Spanger? Was what's her face when it was at City Center? Because it was Karen Olivo and Lin Manuel Miranda and Leslie Odom Leslie Jr. Leslie Odom it Jr. Was Leslie Odom Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's. I mean, I get what you're saying, but like, and even yeah. I mean, honestly, even if you even if you cast a person of color as the protagonist, yeah. it's still a straight man. Oh, sure. So it's still like, sure. boo, yeah. shut up. Like, <laughs> mostly just like it's actually the, sh- the entire show is very sexist. So it's like, well, the whole yeah, show is stupid. I do like that. There's enough agency in. The tiny amount that right. that character has that I can't even remember what her name is. The girl with the green dress. Green, green dress. Green Sarah? dress. No, Sarah. it's not Sarah. It's totally Sarah. Is it Sarah? I think it's Sarah. It's Susan. It's Susan. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but she is like, no, I'm taking this opportunity. Right. Well, Bye. it's like, A, like, I don't know, maybe it's also one of those things where it's like hard to gauge because I'm like... It's such a trope. It's such a well, well-known yeah. story. And because it's older, you're like, when did that become a well-known story? Well, sure. Where, like, the girlfriend's like, hey, you need to get up off your ass and get me a baby in the country mm-hmm. or get uh, something going yeah. here. Yeah. Like, that's really tired and two-dimensional, and that's not a human being character. It's a caricature. Yeah. And the other character, I mean, the, the fun little characters mm-hmm. I thought were really good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, like, the other, the actress character she played was, like, <gasps> not even two-dimensional, like, one-dimensional. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's not even a human. I know. That's not even a Barbie doll. That's, like, an idea in a male fantasy and nothing else. Yeah. Like, he bumps into her in the bodega and she has rice crackers and, like, a fucking oh, water. Well, Emily, do you love that sugar propaganda song, though? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it literally is a song about how sugar is... <laughs> his like heroin yeah yeah it is yeah it is there you go <laughs> just for you jonathan larson yeah, wrote yeah, that yeah 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 i did think that part was was funny well aside from the show itself i thought the cast was great yeah yeah definitely i mean i really really loved um george salazar he was great he was so fantastic he definitely stole the show yeah i think he mm-hmm. totally had the audience like right in him mm-hmm. we were all like you um and nick blamer was uh john hmm. johnny jonathan all those uh he was great he's yeah. like he sounds like i'm mark i'm yeah. jonathan larson i'm john yeah. like He's got the look. He's yep. got the sound. Yeah, totally. Put a striped Pretty scarf sure. on him and hand him a Put some glasses, a on video him. camera. Spike those tips, and he's golden. Yep. Yeah, and then Sierra Renee, Susan, oh, voice, yeah. great, great. Hair. She was fun. She's had fun with it, yeah. and she is going to be replaced by Lily Cooper because they mm. extended four weeks. Uh, and I guess she has to do something fancy or something. I don't know. You go, girl. So if I liked the show anymore, I would go see Lily Cooper, but mm. I don't love yeah, Lily Cooper definitely. that much, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, wouldn't be able to. Yeah, and I guess that. the problem with me saying that is, 
because of the ages of those characters, I don't even know who the cast would be that I would be willing to see right, in that, right, you know, right, because right. they haven't come up yet. Yeah. Next time it happens, who knows? Maybe there'll be some people that have really made a splash somewhere. And I'm like, oh, all right, I'd see that. But I don't know. It's so funny because I, I could, like, see how, I don't know, pieces like this, I feel like, I don't know if somebody like had the control to be able to like get the estate to be like you can do whatever you want to this sure. piece and you could take it and use it as a piece of found art to create something else as a commentary then I like would love to see somebody create a new show using it the pieces out of that and like make mm-hmm. a commentary on one dimensional female characters make a commentary on a white boys you know, picking their destiny out yeah. of the crops of many, you know, like make a commentary on those things. I would be curious to see that. I mean, show. they constructed the show itself, but I don't know. That's probably too critical of Jonathan Larson for Jonathan Larson's estate to. Sure. To. Right. Okay. Totally. But like, I'm don't need to see it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Well, if you want to see it, it's at the Keen Company. It's at Theater Row. It's running through December 18th. So the other show we saw this. Oh last my week. god! Show? Show? Oh jeez. We, you know, I really think this tagline is perfect because I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> we experienced the, the ride. That is yes. That is. There's no other way. It's like like someone's like, like what did you do on Thursday? It did. It did. It happened to me. Yes, I experienced it. I witnessed it happen. We saw it happen. Oh my god! I mean, I have to say, it is like literally exactly, exactly yep. what we fucking thought it yep. was going to be. To every single like yep. every single thing you you were like, yeah, that's exactly what mm-hmm. I thought it would be. It's I, exactly as horrifying, like as much I got of a some more nightmare. insight about <gasps> it. So I'll tell you that in a second. But for those of you who don't know, the ride is. Like a tour show hybrid. I they have them in a few cities, but this one obviously in New York. It's a like a tour bus um, that has stadium seating sideways. So you're sort of facing like the instead of facing forward at the driver, you're facing the side of the bus, and the whole side of the bus is windows. So you're looking out. Um and it's a tour where you don't really learn anything. Anything. And as it passes different landmarks, there are performers out on the streets of New York City doing sad little bits. <laughs> um, yeah. And so this one that we took was specifically, uh, it was called In Masquerade. <laughs> and I thought... I thought it was, I gave it too much credit. (laughs) I thought it was going to be like a ghost tour. Totally. But it was, from what I heard, because neither of us had done, had experienced Mm, the ride before. First time. But from what I had heard of it, it sounds like it was just their regular tour, but the performers, they just called them ghosts. Yeah. They were like, they like. Added two sentences at the beginning uh-huh. that was like, instead of like whatever normal characters we are mm-hmm. on this bus tour, she is She's like a psychic. a psychic and he's like a paranormal, whatever. Yeah. And they're ghosts now. That was, de- no, I mean, I, oh my God. I mean, just like, it, it's just so, there was so little material. I'm just like, I have so much respect for the people who are per- working absolutely. for that show, absolutely. I mean, I absolutely, I. It's amazing what they're capable of and what they do for what I know is so little in return. Yeah, you know, it's well, it's, I do it's think just that like, the people that go on on that generally enjoy it, though. So as far like people that work on it, like no, 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 no. The people who go on the ride, go on the ride ride. generally, like all of the other people on that bus, I think legitimately enjoyed it. it. So I guess as far as 
what you're getting in return, at least you know. Oh, I was talking about money. Level. I was oh. saying financially, what oh. you get in return well, sure, is that like too. so yeah. like like below what oh, should sure. be paid to them. You know, and I'm not sure. I'll say this again about the ride um, because especially right when it started, we were still pretty heavy into improv. Mm. Or maybe, I, I can't remember when, but yeah. I certainly was. Yeah. Um, and I knew a lot of people who worked for the ride, and they hired everybody full-time mm. and were giving them benefits. And they at least thought they were going to be a great company. I don't know, I don't know what it is now, but they sort of really overextended themselves not meaning to and then quickly we're like uh-oh we can't actually do that because right. certainly right at the beginning nobody had ever heard of this thing sure. so like they weren't selling what they thought they right. would sell or whatever they had to scale back their intentions were good that's not always that doesn't always mean everything uh, so I don't know. I don't know what the pay is. I'm sure you're right. It's not very much, but whatever it is, it's not, it's not enough. enough to be doing a goddamn ballet in the middle of Columbus Circle in the pouring fucking well, that's rain. That's true. It was pouring rain the night we went. It was pouring. It was. Vi- it yes. was pouring rain. Like it was. I mean, I get it. I get it. But like, you should have canceled. Yeah. The weather conditions for your performers are un- we're unfit. That's true. Uh, you're like that is on un- um that is yeah. a hazardous work environment. That bitch was out there on like on point in the pouring rain, wearing like a life preserver. Like I mean, she was it. wearing also like well, a billion right. layers. Wearing, yeah. I think too because yeah. it was cold that night too. Yeah. But it was just like what a horrifying work condition to be in. To, to be like, hey, you stand on this street corner and then like once an hour you do this five minute routine mm-hmm. in the pouring rain. Or like, I'm obviously it's not raining all the time. That well, just sure. happened to be a particularly rainy yeah. night. But it's just like. Yeah. I mean, I was. The two people that were like leading it, our tour mm-hmm. guides, like their boundless energy. Mm-hmm. I was like uh, so amazed with like. I told my friend who who we had enough um, seats we we could bring people and like told my friend beforehand I was like <laughs> what did I say I was like I said something about that I was like you're gonna see a lot of recently graduated performers giving yeah. it their all mm-hmm. and she was like ah so it's just like the graduating yep. class of AMDA <laughs> doing it and I was like exactly. Because it was like these young, yeah, young fresh faces that had yeah. so much energy for this material that was just like so insulting mm. to their talent, <laughs> basically. Yep, you know, God fucking bless them for sticking with us and putting up with our shit. Oh, I know, but you ask me for you know participation. I mean, I'm gonna participate. You knew that we were the New Yorkers. You knew that Patty was the snotty New Yorker. <laughs> I'm not the snotty, but like the sassy yeah. New Yorker. The one yeah. that was like, they kept talking to me. Like, if we're you on a bus with me, a group of high school theater students. No, that was the other thing. Tech students. Oh, they were tech students. Yeah, I did not realize. Yeah, they right. were. I said theater. Of course, they weren't theater. Students. No, no, because this is this was. It their was the show only that show they, they saw. They didn't even see a Broadway show. They only saw that show. Also, they could have seen a Broadway show. Yeah, I don't know what the group. Like they could have even like. seen Chicago. Yeah, I would have rather they. I would seen rather Chicago. seen Chicago than the ride. Like honestly, like, oof. It's woof. it's. Uh, I I'm also just very frustrated, and I said this already that like. I guess I can't say I didn't learn anything because I did learn something. But, like, you, you're you not – it's not a tour. It's right. Not it's a not tour. a tour. You're not getting a tour of Times Square and you're not getting a show. Every you're getting nothing. You're getting – also, like – well, uh, the one thing I learned was that TGI Fridays was started in New York. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> and then literally I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about it. So if I hadn't gone on the ride, I still would have learned learned that that fact the next week. That's hilarious. I can't remember where else I was looking, maybe when I was, like, on my way there or something. Um, And I was reading, like, a 
Yelp of it yes. or something like that that was saying uh-huh. they were like, we went on a night when the traffic was bad. And it was like they didn't get to all the stops. Uh. <laughs> I mean, listen, uh, I just like, <laughs> why is it happening? It's not good. It's very bad. You don't learn anything. It's not like. Yeah, and, like, the only thing I can say for it is that it is giving those people jobs, even though it's terrible working conditions. Here's what. um, Dissolve the company, liquidate all the assets, divide the money between the people that are working for you and the people that had worked for you. There you go. (laughs) Give them that money to seed money for the rest of their life to get away from you. I'm going to buy that ride bus. (laughs) Oh, man. The it's ride also, was a character. The ride was a character. The I was not expecting that. No fucking sense. The bus is a character, and whoever, maybe it's the driver, someone's in charge of hitting sound bites. Yeah, I was and, wondering who was running the soundboard. Uh, it the I here's why I think it might be the driver because only vaguely they did they the make driver. sense. There's but no way maybe, it's the driver. There has to be somebody else there. Like, how could you be driving and running a soundboard? That's unsafe. It just is like pushing buttons. I mean, but like, like you're not even supposed to talk to the bus driver. Affirmative. <laughs> like, I don't. Also, okay, so here's how I here's more, some information that I had that there used to be more of a storyline. And I didn't realize that Dr. Scott and right. Jackie were character names. They're supposed to be from Rocky Horror, right? Uh-uh. Oh, no. What? No, but... Wait, I thought that they were they were supposed to be from something specific. I don't know. I don't think so. Dr. Scott is that... from Rocky Horror. Right? But her name's not Janet. It's Jackie. So that's not... I thought that what... Evan had said was that originally it was like originally the original original was sort of a play on Rocky Horror and those characters were plays on on Janet and Dr. Scott and then as the whole thing got watered down and as they started taking elements away it was like it didn't even make sense that it was Mm. Rocky Horror anymore and their names just sort of were whatever they were. I thought that that's what he had said. Well, Maybe I don't I was, remember the Rocky Horror like, part, but totally delusional that night. I'm like out of my mind. <laughs> I was like in so much pain the whole right. time. Like, right. Um, I can't believe I like remember it. Uh, the ride was a character. <laughs> oh, the rapper, the freestyle rapper. Yeah. That was actually some pretty good freestyling. I mean, yeah, all the people working there for them are incredibly talented, yeah. and it's like absolutely amazing and incredible, and just like horrifying at the same uh-huh. time. That's such a talented, well, yeah. like, like he was freestyling and walking down the street talking to people, and like while the bus was driving mm-hmm. down the block, like, wow. I will say, and they made a lot of jokes about like, like New Yorkers a ignoring them, but also, and then sometimes b like being mad at them, right? Which I see both as a New Yorker, and I will say it's a little. It encourages way too much street harassment. Uh huh. Like, leave me the fuck alone. Yep. And don't yell at me on the street. Oh, but and like, it makes me think of yeah. that that place. <clears throat> That time scare place. Oh, yeah. That scares you when <sighs> you walk past. That scares you when you walk past. That has never happened to me, but I will lose my shit if that ever happens to me because I didn't pay to be a part of your attraction. What do you mean it's never happened to you? They've totally scared you. I don't think they have. What? Have they? Oh my God, Patty. We were Did walking past it one time. We were or walking was past I like, them one don't time. even think about no, it. No, we were, oh my God. Oh my God. We were walking past them one time and you were walking closer to them and there was like a dude that started walking oh, out. Oh, there And we you go. were like, ah! Put it down. And you moved to the other side of me and he was like, blah, 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 blah. And you were like, fuck off, man. But like, but like, Ugh. you moved. I shield you. But yeah. like, he also was yeah. like, he was like moving in and then like back yeah. off. But <laughs> I do sort of remember that, but maybe that's what I'm thinking. Like I, I stopped him from staring. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a part of your show, man. Yeah. Do you Ugh. remember that time when the guy dressed as Edward Scissorhands? Yes. In the of time? I ran away from. I literally ran away from him. Yeah. I ran away from him. Yeah. And he took it upon himself to run after me. Yeah, dude, you're not getting a tip. Well, right. <laughs> I am terrified of you. I know that's my thing, but, like, just let me have this. Yeah. Get away from me. 
I don't know, guys. I can't really recommend the ride. <laughs> no, I mean, I would absolutely not recommend the ride. Don't go to the ride. I am. Um, I mean, don't give. Don't go to the ride. Don't, no, definitely go see anything else. Like, literally go see Chicago before you go see the ride. Yep. Also, Chicago probably costs less money. Definitely costs less money. Absolutely costs less money. You could definitely get rush tickets to Chicago and would be much happier than you would be spending $75 on the fucking ride. Yep. Yeah. I saw a show this week. A little nerdy show this week. <laughs> Nerd show. Yeah. I went to see Puffs, which is a Harry Potter spa parody. I don't know. The I think I think the lines of satire and copyright mm. infringement are blurry. <laughs> oh. They do a really great job of like in very clever ways, not like using specific words oh. from like, like the how series. Wicked does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. You and um, your little dog Dodo. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure, we have two friends in the show, mm. Nick Carrillo and Langston Belton. So I got a little bit of my mom goggles on and just being like, <laughs> my friends are in a show. But also I'm a Harry Potter fan and an mm. asshole. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, I can be somewhat objective <laughs> about it. And it was really delightful. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the story of the House of Hufflepuff, and it goes quickly through all seven years. Um, there's like an alternate trio, like this, oh. like this, like nerdy guy, and this sort of like losery guy. Well, they're all pops. So the seven now. years that Harry that Harry Potter Potter's there, there, and like, what are the Hufflepuffs doing? So this is like Jurassic Park. It is like Triassic Park. Cool. Yes. Yes. Love it. Yes. Um, I think Triassic Park, Triassic Park was pre-podcast. So Triassic Park, yeah. really, really great off-Broadway show. Mm. Um, and it was like the story of Jurassic Park from the dinosaurs' perspective. Oh, my God. It was fucking brilliant. <laughs> there is a cast recording. You should get oh, it. Get it's it. great. It's fucking brilliant. Jurassic Park was one mm-hmm. of my favorite shows. Yeah. Like, that's, that is a mm-hmm. fucking hilarious show. Yeah. Oh, so great. So good. The uh, <laughs> There was also an accidental musical theater reference in Puffs <gasps> that I even, I asked Nick about it afterwards. He and wasn't then, aware? And then, well, then Nick asked the writer of the fucking show, and it was just a complete coincidence. Holy crap. What so, was it? Like said I the said, last five years? <laughs> probably. Um, <clears throat> like I said, the uh, they, like, everybody's names are slightly different if they were mm. actually characters in the books. Like, they won't say their full names totally. or whatever. So one of the characters that Nick Nick plays in the book is Justin Finch Fletchley. Um, except he doesn't play that because this is an entirely different nope. thing. Wink, wink, J.K. <laughs> Rowling. Uh, uh, in the show, her. well, it's really Warner Brothers, I think. But, yeah. Um, it, his character is J. Finch Fletchley. <laughs> and he's wearing... J. Pierpont Finch? Yes! He's wearing like a bow tie. Oh my god, that's adorable! And who played Jay Finch on Broadway? Daniel Radcliffe. No shit. Like so, they didn't realize. No, that. none of that was oh on purpose. Oh my god, <laughs> that's funny. I mean, like it's like you know, I mean, you, that's like some deep cut. I know. I mean, it's just like, but I if thought you it was knew just that show and you, and you knew that name, like then that comes yeah. to mind. You're like, oh, Jay Pierpont Finch. That sounds familiar. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That is so funny. Oh, oh man. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, I I definitely would recommend this show if you love Harry Potter. Mm. It's it's a little more referency to the movies than the books. Not that that's a bad thing, but just <laughs> bear in mind. Just, you know, there are those sometimes there are those right. two camps. Exactly. <laughs> and um it's a lot of fun. It's like, you know, that other show that we saw, Potted Potter, was yeah. like for kids. This right. is not a kid's show. Ah. It's like made by people who grew up with Harry Potter, but who are now grown up. Totally. Um, it's still fun and whatever, but it's like right. it started at the pit, which is, for those of you who don't know, it's an improv and sketch comedy theater. So it has that uh, aesthetic, but now it has a little bit tiny more off-Broadway money. <laughs> Still off-Broadway, but yeah. like, so a little bit more production. Um, but it's great. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think, I think they don't have any, like, I think it's semi-open-ended or whatever, so. Ooh. 
I recommend it. Okay, so news, news, news. news Speaking news, news. of going to see Chicago. <laughs> What about Chicago? Mel B is going to oh be in Chicago. God! Oh my God. Right. Are you going to go see Mel B? When's she going? I don't know. Let me look. The announcement of this was very strange because first they announced that she was going to be in it, but they didn't say who. And then like days later, they were like, it's Roxy. Of course it's Roxy. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because they were like, she's going to be in the show. And we we're like, oh, cool. as Roxy. And then a few days later, they were like, as yeah. Roxy. Listen to this. Her role, according to production spokesperson, will be announced soon. Like, <laughs> like a hot second, I was like, are they writing her a new role? <laughs> no, she's going to be Velma. Uh, That's she- fucking hilarious. Of course she's fucking. Fuck you. That, what an insult to our intelligence. What a fucking insult to everyone's intelligence. Roxy. Like, fuck you, Chicago. Like, you treat everyone like we're all fucking <sighs> idiots and we see you and we know your game. We get it. Like, what the fuck? Why do you think we're all, like, we were born yesterday? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> it's just so... Who the fuck runs that publicity office? You can take that last part out. That was okay, me. I will. They give us tickets to this. Uh, she will... It's an eight-week run from December 28th to February 19th. Wait, when was the start date? December 28th. Wonderful. Like, just after Christmas. I think I will go see her yeah. in Chicago because that feels like a full circle moment. It really does. You know, I yeah. didn't get to see her in Rent. <laughs> I'll see her in Chicago. Yeah. I just want to hear her sing live. Man. I just want to see Scary Spice. I just want to see a Spice Girl. If it were Mel C, I'd come with you. Oh, definitely. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah. I just feel like I need to see a Spice. I've never seen any Spice Girls mm-hmm. and... And, like, it really um, is sad to no, me that I, I never I understand saw their, that. their reunion I tour. Understand and I understand that. And I could have. I yeah. was here. Yeah. Like, I still um, can't believe yeah. I didn't see Lance Bass and Hairspray. Yeah. That's, what was I doing? I what were we doing? <sighs> yeah. No, I remember when the, the Spice Girls reunion tour happened, I had only been living in New York for a few months. Um, right. And I think so, it was just, like, yeah. I was overwhelmed and whatever. It didn't happen but like i would like to see a spice girl <laughs> yeah that's you know, scary you know yeah she's a good one she's a good girl good ones well posh <laughs> yeah i'm like not What's so she much gonna for do? baby just stand there i just like i'm all about ginger obviously mm, and then right. i'll see you know and it's like baby Meh. she's all right well it's a little bit of bad news Uh-oh. Color Purple has announced closing. Oh, fuck, really? I did yeah. not get that. I've totally missed that. Fuck. When? January 8th. So a little bit of time. Go see it. Yeah. Jennifer, Jennifer Holiday. Is she closing it out? I think so. It was a, Her run was limited, but I don't know how long it was. So I'm assuming maybe they were like, stay with it? Yeah. Uh, fuck the world and fuck everybody. I know. The color purple should run forever. It should. And Ed should be required viewing for all people. I agree. I agree. Ugh, so that's a bummer. Did you see Cynthia Revo's Halloween costume? No. Uh, look at her Instagram right now. I mean, she worked with, like, a professional makeup artist. Wow. But it's fucking amazing. Wow. Right? That is crazy. She's right? Navi, right? Isn't yeah, that I what think it's so. called? I've so. never seen that movie still. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's like pretty. Yeah. I watched well, it. Well, right. I should have like seen it in the theater. <laughs> Avatar, of course, is what we're talking about. I mean, I enjoyed it, and the first time I watched it was on my phone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's It fair. came preloaded on my oh. um, like a smartphone that I bought. Yeah. And so I was like, I was like bored and house sitting and my brother, my sister-in-law's. Yeah. And the internet was out. And it was literally the only like TV. I know I saw this. (laughs) um, Like media that I had. So I watched it on a phone and I laughed about it because I was like all those movie assholes who were like, you'll never appreciate it. And I, and A, first of all. The studio made a deal with the phone company to have the movie preloaded on the phone with the intent of having me watch it on my phone. Well, sure. So, there's that. Well, the studio doesn't care. 
Well, like James Cameron. Or so movie I would want to say that to care. someone like Quentin Tarantino, who's like a total douchebag about stuff. Thirty-five like that. millimeter film only. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino is a real douche because he's like you'll you'll appreciate what a big douche he is in this aspect because he so he has this whole shtick where he's like streaming services for movies are absurd and dumb and like degrading to film because that's not how movies movies shouldn't be streamed movies should be watched in a film like in the in a in movie, the movie house. house okay um so Quentin Tarantino a there was like some like not like a, a movie house, but like the company that owns all the films that okay gives distribution them to the, the distribution yeah. that was going under that several years ago mm-hmm. for like several hundred thousand dollars he bought their entire okay. stock so he literally owns like every movie ever mm-hmm. on film and has a movie theater in his home and then he's like peasants with your Netflix well, yeah. <laughs> Like that's the open, arrogance he has. Open that that's literally up for me to come the love, right? That's literally his level of arrogance. Is he goes and has these interviews and like does interviews, like publications, whatever, talking about trashing streaming services yeah. and what how they degrade his work and how blah 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 blah. And what you should do is be watching films the way they're meant to be watched. A motherfucker has a fucking movie theater in his home and also film. Real film, not a DVD yeah. of like every movie that's ever been made. Yeah. So well, Quentin Tarantino, eat film dicks forever. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> 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 well, all of you better go fucking see the color purple. God damn it. Yeah. I I don't even know if you. I don't know if you know this either. Probably not. <laughs> Do you know what the next live? NBC no musical is going to be no next fucking year? idea. No idea. Well, I'm going to tell you the part that you'll be excited about <laughs> first, and then the wah 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 part. Oh, it's a good show, but it's all white people. No, <laughs> it's a black show, but it's all white people. No. <laughs> Okay, just tell me. They're doing Kelly's Last Jam. Um, starring Ashley Tisdale. Uh, no, Jennifer Lopez. Oh my god! Oh my god! In? No. Bye Bye Birdie! What? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, for a second I thought you were going to say Amvita. I was so excited. Oh. I was so delusional. They're not going to do a sung through the I knew the second part was going to be bad news. But when you said J-Lo, I was like, Evita! Do Evita! No. That is really funny. She's going to play the Gina Gershon role? Yeah. The Cheetah uh, Rivera role. That's such a small part. I know. They got fucking J-Lo! She doesn't have to do that much. So they got, got J-Lo. J-Lo. Yeah, she's, on the, she's in the NBC family now. <laughs> Shades of Blue. Oh my god. I loved that show. I don't, it's not canceled or anything, I it's don't think. It's coming back? I think so, but Great. it's like short seasons. I loved that show. I thought, I, I kept me on the edge of my seat. It was some very, um, like, actually very exciting, like, television yeah um i fucking love j-lo i'm so sad that it's by my birdie what a fucking utter disappointment it's by my birdie mm-hmm. and you got j-lo mm-hmm. fuck you like fucking do gypsy like oh my god but j-lo doesn't listen i mean i'm not and i don't maybe a i'm wrong because i'm like speaking for jennifer lopez <laughs> um and i don't even mean this as a bad thing but like i think that the small role is what she would want. That's a lot of work. And sure. she's got a no. lot of life right. to yeah, live. I know. I know. I don't know. Like, if they're I like, get it. here. But like, fucking bye-bye. But also, bye-bye. you know how I feel about Bye Birdie. Maybe this will be the no. Bye Bye Birdie that turns it around Why? for me. How? How? I don't know. I want to <laughs> like it. Like, here's, here's, here's why I'm thinking that. And only why. Because... I was excited about Peter Pan because I've seen Peter Pan and I enjoy Peter Pan. And Peter Pan was boring yeah. as fuck. <laughs> so I don't really like Bye Bye Birdie. But I've also only seen the f- original movie, which was okay. Right. That We started that terrible TV movie of it and never finished oh it. Oh, my God. Right. And then that 
revival okay, that people that. who love Bye Bye Birdie say was a terrible revival. Right, right. So there's still a tiny percent chance that there is a good version of Bye Bye Birdie out there that I would enjoy. All right, I guess. So this might be it. I don't know who the rest of the cast is. I'm basing this solely on Jennifer Wait, so the Lopez. The only things they've announced yeah. is Bye Bye Birdie and Jennifer, and Jennifer Lopez. Lopez. I fucking, first of all, I know, right? And look, Look, I'm thinking of like all, I'll make all of her romantic comedies musicals. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And keep her in them. Like, what? Yeah. Do that. Yeah. (gasps) With Santino Fontana. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Is that Um, with the brown M&M's movie? Yeah. Yeah. I love J-Lo. Oh, and I will say this, that, uh, you know, Jennifer Lopez is an entertainer. Yeah. Uh, part of the way she entertains is that she makes compact discs on which she sings vocals that are adjusted. <laughs> but I have heard her sing live recently, and she sounds really great. When did you hear her sing live recently? She, what did she perform on something? And then she also did a carpool karaoke or whatever, but she was, like, actually singing along to her stuff. Mm. And But she performed on something. I can't remember. Maybe Dancing with the Stars or I don't know, yeah. something. But I was like, Jennifer Lopez, you're singing live. The way you phrased you that, sound I great. thought you were going to be like, oh, not in real in life. No, no, no. I got no. so excited. No, no, no. I just... But, like, so if this were five years ago, I'd be like, ooh, I don't right, know Jennifer right, Lopez. Right. But, but I know. think she really has been working yeah. on her vocals. Yeah. And I'm really happy about that. And also, it was Cheetah, and it was Gina Gershon, right. so the songs aren't exactly right. written for, right. you a know. Singer. No, yeah, definitely not. Patti LuPone. Right. <laughs> the singer that and was like, Patti LuPone in Evita. She is supposed to be, like, that character's, like, the dance character. Yes. Right. Yes. So, it's Absolutely. J-Lo. Yeah. I love J-Lo. She's an amazing performer. I yeah. love her as an actor. I think she'll be so great. Oh, more acting from Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. I'm just, God, when is, when is that... Shades of Blue coming back. That show was fucking know. good. Also, her hair looked so good in that show. Oh, her hair was gorgeous. I mean, not gorgeous. to diminish her to her hair, but no, it looked so good. but it was so good, good hair. It was a cute style. I feel like that was, that's, when I had my hair that length, I mean, that's what I wanted was those perfect curls. Yeah, like those curls absolutely. Are, that's, like, that's a lot of, and it's that's good so highlights. much energy, time and energy to get those curls, that bounce and that shine. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Like, I cut all my hair off because it was not practical to achieve that look. Yeah. But, like, yeah. But when you are Jennifer Lopez and you have people who do it for you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) God, I fucking love that show. I forgot that that show existed, man. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you know what? May this uh, 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 just welcome, like, like, let's baby step J-Lo into Broadway. Like, let's (gasps) get J-Lo to Broadway. Let's, let's... Like maybe I just I all I want in is Chicago in a role soon to be, to be announced. Like, oh my god! <laughs> I just hope that this uh, is a really positive experience for J Lo that mm. gives her positive feelings about yeah. musicals. Yeah, that's what I hope. Hmm. Hmm. Could I see something <laughs> happening in your brain? <laughs> okay, like if you you could cast J Lo as M Neris, absolutely in a movie. Yeah. Beyonce. No, I mean, like, I always still want, like, Beyonce and yeah. Christina Aguilera, yeah. but, yeah. like, if it was J-Lo and it doesn't, it can be someone else besides Beyonce. It could <laughs> J-Lo and Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Mariah Carey you know, and Nicki oh Minaj. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> to Nicki Minaj's credit, she actually went to LaGuardia yeah, High no, School I know. for acting, I know. not for singing. Yeah. Um, Mariah Carey was on Empire. Oh, like two weeks ago. Cool. Was, she was she was there. She sang. She sounded good. Ugh. And she was speaking great. Of, like your dreams of Jennifer Lopez being on Broadway, which are I suppose tangentially my dreams as mm. well. But I feel like you feel stronger about it than I do. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson is mm. doing some concert in Nashville that's called Miracle on Broadway, and I keep getting emails about it because I'm like on her you know email list or whatever that's like pre-sale this is blah blah because I think that it's going to be released as like a tv special or something but I keep seeing it and thinking that she's coming to Broadway oh, or like releasing a Broadway album. album oh my god and, and, and I always am like oh, oh, oh Kelly Clarkson fooled so again that's funny but the other thing that isn't on our list because I don't really think you'd want to talk about it but 
But she is on the Hamilton mixtape. Oh. She sings It's Quiet Uptown, and that's one of the two... What is the Hamilton mixtape? It's it's songs it's, from Hamilton that are sung by... That are performed and remixed by, like, Oh, so it's like the people. Aida concept Yeah, album? except... And I think because it huh. was going to be this first, but the musical just took off faster, you I know? I understand. You know? It's like the... Um, didn't Waitress do the same? Well, Sarah Bareilles did she some like songs for Waitress. Right. Yeah. I see, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. They released Ooh. that. It's Quiet Uptown, Kelly Clarkson, and My Shot, which is Busta Rhymes, and a couple other people. Cool. The lineup's pretty great. Usher's doing a song. Broadway's Usher. Broadway's Usher. <laughs> John Legend. And I'm not, I don't know. I have weird feelings about, like... Like, not, like, those versions of musical theater songs. Mm -hmm. I don't, so, but I listened to both of those, and I liked them. And it's already sort of, like, you know, a different kind of sound. Yeah, I mean, I feel like like that Aida concept album is the sort of thing you listen to when you're like, oh, my God, you have to hear this thing. Right. (laughs) You know? Right. But that's the only time. It's not like you're like, you know what I really want to listen to? Yeah. Is, I mean, listen, sometimes I do really want to listen to the Spice Girls singing my strongest well sure (laughs) i love the spice girls (laughs) all right there's one more thing we want to talk about which is a really i want to talk about which is a really great thing to talk about on a podcast because it's about a picture um but i just want to show you this and get your thoughts on sun foster's wig in sweet charity are you ready no. I'll put this picture in the collage so you can all go, so you guys can all see it. Okay, Sutton Foster's wig in Sweet Charity. Ready? Oh I'm gonna God. do a countdown. Three, two, one. What the fuck? <laughs> the fuck is that? I mean, like, I understand. Like, she literally looks like Shirley MacLaine right now. So, like, I understand what's happening, but I don't understand what's happening because why is this happening? Why would you put that on? Why? She looks like Carol Brady. What? What's going on? The sweet charity has to take place when it takes place. I don't. But why she, even she if it has does, to have why does that she hair? Have this hair? She has to have that hair. Why? Also, she looks miserable to be wearing it. <laughs> she's like, I'm, I'm a, I'm being held hostage. I mean, by my wig. it's just funny because like she's on that show, Younger. Oh yeah. And this is like if she was on the reverse of Younger, where she's forty but she's pretending, telling everyone she's sixty. At the office to keep her insurance. Oh, so much highlighter they her use on her face on Younger. Oh my god! Yeah, really. That's funny. Uh, well, oh, I just needed man. you to see that. Oh man, that's a really ugly wig. I didn't like it. Nope. I'm sad that son has to wear that. I hope it moves better than it looks in a picture. Oof. Yeah, it looks like it doesn't move at all. It really doesn't look like it moves. Carolee, 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 update! Carolee Carmelo went to Falsetto's opening <gasps> and had a lesbian reunion Yay. with her lesbian scene partner. Yay! <laughs> We're seeing it this week. I'm excited. Me too. Should I wear my Falsetto's sweatshirt? No. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I like, well, don't know that's enough what about That's what I was going to say. You shouldn't be because you're like, not a I'm Falsetto's fan. I'm right, quote. exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like as that show's revival was impending, I was like, I need to, I gotta stop wearing this sweatshirt. <laughs> I actually need to stop wearing this sweatshirt. Right, because people like, start talking got, to you about well, it or something. No, it hadn't happened. Like nobody had oh, talked to me yeah. about it, but I got scared. Yeah, because I literally don't know anything right. about it besides AIDS and the nineties. There's and something with AIDS? Lesbians next door. I didn't know there was AIDS. Oh, I don't know. I just assumed because oh. it's the 90s and That's there's a, a gay guy in it. That's a good assumption. I assume that there's AIDS. Jews, too. There's Jews. Yeah. There's a son and there's like, oh, we're, it's the 90s, mixed family. Yeah. And that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know what it's about. Yeah. Bill Finn. <laughs> Rima. Rima and Carolee Carmella was in it. Yeah. She played a lesbian, and oh, I don't know that I could think of any other actors that were in it. Chip Zine was in it. Was Calloway? Maybe. <laughs> no clue. Chip, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she looked like Carly looked like she had a lot of fun on her Good. Instagram. I love that they all went. Me too. I love it when that that that's that, great. It's important when that I happens. Know. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And she did that, uh, a reading, a workshop with Michael John Lachusa. Great. I really liked it. Did you see work. the side by side she did no. of a photo of her working with him, like a photo from um, the Hello Again album. Oh yeah, artwork, I think is uh-huh. from, and then a picture of them from like the day the other day. Amazing, it's really cute. Oh, she looks. I mean, like, listen, I get that. Like the picture is a little blurry. Yeah, I mean, we all know that Carolee Carmelo is gorgeous. Looks exactly the same. Oh yeah, twenty five years ago. I mean, her hair is literally the same. <laughs> She's also making the same face. Oh, well, oh she posed it. She posed it. I just realized that, that they're doing that on purpose. <laughs> she did duck lips before duck lips. Uh-huh. Well, her lips are no, naturally. I know, I know. Yeah. Um, also, since we didn't do a podcast last week, did you see her full-on merman? Yes. Because that's what I assumed we would have talked about oh, last week. right. So... It's so confusing. I needed to when bring that up. I know. I needed to bring that up. Um, yeah, I I really wish to that. see that. Whatever it is. Yeah, and you know, no one asked her to do that. And nobody asked her. She's just like, they, I'm going to do it. But they knew she would. Yeah, you didn't absolutely. even need that. It's Carolyn no, Carmelo. Yeah. You know she's going to get in full outfit to absolutely. show up for whatever it is. Now it's time for the Audra McDonald tweet of the week. On October 30th at 1 p.m., Audra McDonald tweeted, Sweet husband brought me breakfast in bed, not-so-stealthy doggy stocking my breakfast in bed, with a photo of the dog perking, like, just his little face up, being <laughs> like, hey, is that food ready for me? That's funny. That's exactly what my dog does. Mm. Also, is this a later tweet, or are you, did you get the luxury of sleeping into um, 1, a, 1 I p.m., Audra? I, well, I mean, I would assume that she was eating Perhaps eating breakfast at 1 p.m., mm. but I wouldn't. Well, by luxury, I, I mean, like, like that's nice that if your baby, like, had you up all night or whatever, then you were able to, like, yeah, go yeah, back yeah. to sleep and, yeah. and sleep till 1. Hopefully she was getting some sleep. Uh, um, I mean, all respect for your relationship, both of you, but I want Will Swenson to bring me breakfast in bed. <laughs> that's funny. Please? I wonder what he made. Yeah. Did he make it from scratch? Avocado toast. Maybe like a maybe like a tofu scramble. Mmm. Get some veggies in there. Yeah. Audra, <laughs> what do you eat for breakfast? Steel <laughs> cut oatmeal? Mmm. Fresh fruits. Maybe like a cobbler with fresh picked blackberries from oh, their backyard. Oh, they're they live in like the country, yeah. right? You know, they probably they're have like, like fresh produce growing on their property. Mm-hmm. Their <laughs> Westchester backyard or whatever, wherever they are. Oh, oh, what a life you lead, Audra McDonald. <laughs> Get that dog up in bed and give him some bacon. That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go, go see live theater. theater.